Praise the Lord, everyone. Welcome back to Live With Intention Podcast. I am your host, Justin Teal, and today we're going to talk about mountaintop experiences. Get you a cup of coffee, sit back, and enjoy. Well, praise the Lord, everyone, and welcome back to Live With Intention Thank you for joining me again today. I'm excited to be able to sit down and share with you some of my thoughts and just get the word out there. Let's talk about the great things of God and what he's doing and what we can learn from his word. Today, uh, I've got a, a thought that I want to discuss with you all, and I would love to hear your feedback, your thoughts in the comments sections. Uh, reach out to me via um, social media, shoot me a message, and and let me know what you think. Um, today, talking about mountaintop experiences. This is a thought that I've had in my notes for some time, and I, I wanted to just do a short recording session uh, on this subject. Um, I guess to start off with, I would say that everyone, everyone that I've ever talked to, uh, would choose a mountaintop over a valley. But why? Why is it that um, people tend to gravitate toward the mountaintop and shun the valley? I think that um, it goes without saying that people, when they think of mountaintops, they think of success. Uh, they think of taking the high ground, if you will. Um, there's... Uh, advantage to having the high ground, especially in the sense of a, of a, of a battle. Um, but it's not always the case, especially spiritually, and we'll come to find uh, find that in our study today. Um, some people say, well, you know, the views. I've climbed some mountains before, very few mountains, but I have uh, did some hiking before with some friends, and we've climbed up, and boy, it was rough going up the mountain, carrying our backpacks and camping out in the woods. But when we got to where we were going, the views were incredible. The To, to be able to look out over, over the land and see the curvature of the earth, to be able to look down upon even the clouds. Um, I remember one time we were traveling with some friends. We climbed a mountain and we got up to the top and walked out onto this rock ledge. And man, when we looked out, uh, it was so beautiful. And my son was with me and we, we was looking out. We were actually above the clouds uh, at that point. And so it was beautiful. So the views are interesting. Uh, some, for some people it's the clout, you know, being able to say I've done it. I reached the top. Um, uh, that's what it is for many climbers, professional climbers who would climb Mount Everest. Um, but I want to talk about briefly what is the difference between the mountaintop and the valley? Obviously, elevation, um, but not spo- uh, so specifically, but more spiritually. Mountaintops are where spiritual battles are won, not just celebrated. Okay, I want to say that again because. These are some things that really just came to my mind as I was thinking about this and reading some scriptures. 
mountaintops in a biblical context. Uh, you study, you study the scriptures. Mountaintops are where spiritual battles are won, not just celebrated. So when we read the scriptures, we look to the Word of God, and we uh, we study the Word. You'll find more times than not that people didn't climb mountains just for the views or just for the clout or just to be recognized. But there was a spiritual connotation to the climbing of mountains. And so I want to share with you a couple of thoughts about this. You know, Moses went to the mountaintop to secure the victory in a spiritual battle over the enemy while the children of Israel fought the battle in the natural below. So you may be familiar with this. Uh, It's found in the book of Exodus, chapter number 17, uh, verses 8 through 12. And I'll read that to you here now, uh, just so we're all on the same page. The scripture says, Exodus 17, 8 through 12, Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, Choose us out men and go out. Fight with Amalek. You see, what's happening here is flesh versus flesh. right? The Israelites versus the Amalekites. goes on to say, Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. So Joshua did as Moses had said unto him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. They climbed a mountain. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and Hur stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side, and his hands were steady until the going down of the sun." Now, there are so many things happening here. Uh, Number one, we have a physical battle going on down at the uh, the bottom of the mountain in the valley. Um, It's a flesh versus flesh battle. But on top of the mountain, we see that there is a spiritual um, connection here. Through the lifting up of hands, Moses' hands, Israel became victorious in the battle below. So there is a connection here between the spiritual and the natural. Um, and so, But then we also see that when his arms got tired, he had men of God who were there to help stay up his hands or to keep his hands lifted up because as long as his hands were lifted up, uh, and, and we might would say as long as we are in complete surrender to God, right? We lift up our hands as a as a universal sign of surrender. So when we surrender all to God, we are then victorious over the flesh through Jesus Christ in our battle. And that's exactly what's going on here. But not only that, his body became weary. He couldn't stand any longer. And what did they do? They brought a stone. They rolled a stone over and said, here, sit on this rock. And of course, anytime you find a rock in the Old Testament, you can point that that is a type and a shadow of Jesus Christ, the chief cornerstone, uh, the rock upon which the church is built. And so uh, Moses here 
took a seat upon a stone and found rest on a rock. And so for you and I, there is rest in Jesus. Jesus said, come unto me, all you that are heavy laden, all you that are weary, and I will give you rest, right? So we understand that there's there's a lot of types and shadows here, um, but they were on top of the mountain and fighting a spiritual battle. I want you to notice that there are two types of warfare happen, happening simultaneously. There was a physical battle. This was flesh versus flesh and a spiritual battle. Okay, this was the through the hands lifted up, worshiping God, surrendering to God, putting him in control. They were able to win the battle. So if you try to fight the flesh with only flesh, you lose, right? Or you could say it like this. If you fight flesh with flesh, guess who wins? Flesh, (laughs) right? And if you fight with the spirit, not my spirit, but God's spirit, if you fight with the spirit of the Lord inside of you, you win. You are victorious through Jesus Christ. So you may not receive a mountaintop invitation because you are more busy fighting flesh with flesh rather than flesh with spirit. Okay? So a lot of people get real worked up about not having mountaintop experiences. Right? I, I, I just spend so much time in the valley, Brother Teal, and I, I feel like I'm living at the base of the valley, and I don't know uh, if God even knows where I am. And I want to go to the mountaintop. I want to have a victory. Well, the mountaintop is, is a place of spiritual connection. It is a place of spirit battle. And so if you are not willing to war in the spirit, you're probably not going to receive a mountaintop invitation. Okay. Now let's look a little bit later into Moses's life. Moses went up before God to the top of the mountain but the children of Israel were too impatient to wait on his return and thus made their own God to lead them. We find this in Exodus 32 and verse number 1. And when the people saw that Moses delayed to come down out of the mount, the people gathered themselves together unto Aaron and said unto him, Up, make us gods, which shall go before us, for as for this Moses the man that brought us up out of the land of Egypt, we want not what has become of him. You see, they could they looked up to the top of the mountain and they could see the storm brewing and the dark clouds and and they were scared to death. They didn't want anything to do with what was going on on top of the mountain. And they said, uh, almost literally, they said, whatever is going on with, with Moses on top of that mountain, we don't want anything to do with it. Give us a God that we can handle. We can't handle the real God, the one true God, Jehovah. We cannot handle him, for he is the master of the winds. He, he, he's able to speak and things happen, and so it's, it's too much. And so in their flesh, they uh, create Aaron. Of course, he, he failed miserably in um, falling prey to this and, and made them. He said, you know, give me all your gold, and I'll... I'll make you a calf. And, of course, God tells Moses, look, you're going to have to go down off the mountain. We're going to have to cut our spiritual meeting short because these Nimrods down here are 
are, are making golden calves. And so Moses goes down and he says, what in the world are you doing? And of course, Aaron, it's, it's almost comical. It's sad, but comical. Aaron says, look, I don't know what happened. I, you know, I was messing with some gold. I threw the gold in the fire and out came a calf. I don't know how it happened. Of course, he didn't make mention of the, the graving tool that he had, uh, that he actually fashioned the calf out of. You see, that only happens with flesh. He had to use uh, the muscles in his arms, his hands wielding the knife to fashion a calf, a golden image that they could worship, that they could handle. That is the result of letting your flesh be in charge. And then lastly, I want to say this. There was another mountain that I want to talk about briefly. Jesus himself, God manifest in the flesh, ascended a mountain. This mountain is known as Calvary's Hill, Golgotha, and it was a place that he went to fight a spiritual battle that bought our freedom and gave us the victory over this flesh. So the next time you say, I just want a mountaintop experience. You need to realize what you're asking for, and it's going to cost you something. It's going to cost your flesh something. Your flesh is going to have to to hunger. It's going to have to go hungry. You're going to have to deny the flesh, take up the cross, and follow Jesus up that hill. Because when you get to the top, you're going to have a spiritual encounter, and you're going to be stronger for it. So don't stay down in the valley. Don't don't fight flesh with flesh. The only way we overcome the desires of this flesh is to kill it and fight with the spirit. And so with that, I'm going to ask you to pray and ask God to reveal something that you can work on. And I want to thank you for joining me today as we live with intention. May God bless you and keep you. And we will talk to you on the next time.